With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This podcast is sponsored by TourTips.com, the online golf betting resource. TourTip subscriptions for 2021 have been reduced by up to 50%. Their email service is now a free subscription. For all the best in-depth stats and information, visit tour-tips.com, the online golf betting resource. Welcome to the home of the best golf betting tips. All the best bets for the upcoming tournaments, all from experts and all in one place. From the home of the Bet Bites podcast, this is Bet Bites Golf with Dave Tindall and James Butler. Hello, everybody. Welcome along. It is the Golf Betting Podcast with you every single Wednesday. And we leave it as late as possible so that uh, my guest, I'm James, he's Dave Tyndall. And uh, we leave it as late as possible, Dave, so you can pick up the latest information, all the snippets coming out of the the, uh, tournament. And this week, we are looking at the Bermuda Championship. First of all, hello. Hello. And second of all, where are we going with the betting on this one? We've got uh, top end of the market, Matthew Fitzpatrick at 14 to 1. Christian Brzezidenhut, who I know is a favourite of yours, 18 to 1. Patrick Reed's 22s. Mito Pereira is 25. Seamus Power is 30s. Adam Hadwin is 33s. And the rest are 35 to 1 or bigger. So it's a f- kind of very reduced field with all of the um, the names I recognise anyway towards the top end. Yeah, it's been um, described as one of the worst fields we've ever seen at this level. Well, I, I, didn't want, I didn't want to phrase it like that. But I can see where you're coming from. Yeah, they're struggling to even fill the field. I mean, you could get if you were over in Bermuda, you could get a game. I reckon. What time is it? Can I get a flight? Yeah, although the slight warning is the the weather's been so bad, and weather will be the dominant theme of today's chat. That they had to close the course. Okay, yeah. and, and uh, as you know, anyway, um, I'm waiting for my passport to come back after renewing it, so I wouldn't be able to get on the flight anyway. So, uh, unfortunately, Bermuda Championship, you'll have to wait until next year for the delights of seeing me hacking it around in, in 110. Where are you going to take me then in terms of the uh, the betting on this one? Is it a case of, um, I mean, I mentioned there Matthew Fitzpatrick, Christian Bezwedenhout, Patrick Reed at the top ends. Is it a case of sticking with them or are we going to go further down? No, well, I'm, I'm, being, um, I'm being driven to my targets by the wind levels this week the weather forecast as can be the case in bermuda um, by the sea it can get very blustery and the the forecast all this week is for 25 mile an hour winds uh, which good for some terrible for others um, and it might just sort of sort those out the the specialists out so from the database of tourtips.com our wonderful sponsors uh, tour-tips.com give them a give them a look Absolutely. And this is when they come into their own, because one of the tabs down the left, it simply says weather. Uh, so you, you click on that and this is where you get a chance to, to really play around sort of beneath the surface. And and, and if you look um, at the weather page, you can sort of filter out whatever you want. So the, the weather forecast this week, it's going to be over 20 mile an hour winds. But the temperature, often maybe like that, you're thinking maybe like an, an open championship, but that would be played in, I don't know, 60 degrees or less. 
in these sort of climates, though, it doesn't mean to say it's not going to be hot. So the, the temperature is pretty pleasant, really. It's 70, I think I've seen 77 degrees all week. Okay. So you've got a combination of quite sort of bright skies and, and pleasant temperatures, but a lot of wind. So clicking on the tourtip-tips.com uh, database, you can click on wind speed above 20 and temperature 75 to 80. You can be that specific. Oh, wow. So when you click on that, you get a big list of, of players who, and what they've scored under those conditions. That's and quite they, that's quite fancy, isn't it? It's good, isn't it? Yeah, it's great. Um, if you're a, a massive geek like me, me and you, probably. Yeah, yeah, very much so. Yeah, and you like those sort of things. Um, and yeah, so funnily enough, those exact well, not maybe not funnily enough because um, it, that's probably the sort of normal weather um, in this part of the world, but. Those same conditions were prevalent last time this tournament held the, the championship, 75 to 80 degrees above 20 miles an hour. So I basically just went down the list of, of who played well in those conditions. And there was hardly around in the 60s last year, but there were a few. So anyone who'd scored in the 60s, um, it's a par 71. Anyone who scored in the 60s, I made a note of and then went in to investigate them a little bit further. So I've come up with three bets. And the good news is it's not kind of anyone massively obvious. For example, then, I typed in Denny McCarthy because his name cropped up because he'd shot a good round in those conditions. And he's actually played five rounds in those conditions. And he's he's improved his position an average of 26 spots. So when it's windy and sunny, he's your man. So he's done that in the Honda Classic a couple of times, in the Corrales Punta Cana, which is in the Dominican Republic, so that kind of makes sense. Um, and then twice in this tournament last year, he shot 67 when the wind speed was 22.6 and the temperature 78.6, and then he shot 70 in virtually the same uh, condition. So that 67 vaulted him from 64th place to 6th in the second round last year. So he really did handle it well. So he he's someone who absolutely jumps out. So it's how you want to do it. You could certainly back him on the outright, and I'll certainly have that as one of the tips. But I also think for first-round leader as well, he's 50-1 to 1 with Unibet to be first-round leader, Denny McCarthy. So 50-1 to 1 for Benny McCarthy. I knew it rang a bell. Benny McCarthy, I, not Benny McCarthy. I, 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 I knew it rang a bell because I just Googled it, and he was a former footballer as well, wasn't he? He was. He played for Blackburn when he's South African. Yeah. Yeah, yes. Benny, Benny McCarthy but says spelled slightly differently, I think. Yeah, he with an I, but this is Denny McCarthy. Yeah, Right, makes, okay. He always, I always think he he was in Wings. There's someone called Denny in Wings, and then you've got McCarthy. Sounds like McCartney. It does ring a bell, but a very very distant one, like from ringing up from about ten miles away. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Well, De- Denny, I forget his name, was in Wings. Anyway, we well Wings, Wind, Seagulls, we're sort of in the right area. But anyway, Denny McCarthy is your man this week, I think, based on the weather conditions. So uh, Denny McCarthy, fifty to one to be the first round leader. Um, you said you got three, though. Number two, please, Mr. Tyndall. Yeah, so number two, typing him in as we speak, is Kramer Hickok. I always wished he had a a brother also called Kramer. <laughs> Sibling rivalry, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> then, uh, well, I don't need to complete the sentence, do I? But you know what I mean. There have been some people with the same siblings with the same first name, which is odd. Really? Why yeah. would you do that? I'm sure I had on, on, on the Snooker Scene podcast once that Nikolai Ceausescu, the Romanian leader, had a son 
called some one a certain name and then he when he was about to name his second son he was so drunk he named him the same again <laughs> and, they were, and they were twins and made it even more complicated yeah <laughs> yeah um so yeah kramer hickok again he's someone who's who does well in these conditions so he's la he played in this event last year when the wind speeds were above 20 temperature 78.6 and the two rounds he played in those conditions shot a 68 and a 67 very impressive. So they took him into third place at halfway. Um, so I'm, I'm less convinced he can go on and win it, but I think he's a good first round leader bet. So I want to put a, him up as first round leader at 70 to 1, also with Unibet. So both of them then. Denny McCarthy and Kramer Hickok go into the, onto the betting slip. 51 and 71, respectively, for first round leader. And as you said, both of those with Unibet. Bet number three, Dave Tyndall. Bet number three is it's going to be a first round three ball because I think it's a, a big price. You mentioned at the start, Matt Fitzpatrick uh, is the tournament favourite. It's his first look at the course. He's up against Luke Donald and Nick Watney in a first round three ball. And I like Luke Donald. Might sound surprising, but. Luke Donald obviously isn't the Luke Donald of 2011 when he was world number one, but he, he can still pop up and, and play quite well. And he, he did he did it in this event last year when, as I keep saying, it was windy, very windy, and but pleasant over those first two days. Luke Donald shot 68-69 those first two days last October, so he was sixth at halfway. Um, and he, he's done he's done well in the wind down his career. You go all the way down and on tour-tips.com, it kind of rates their average position before the windy round and after it. And it, on average, he goes up 11 spots. So it's something he's always done well in his career, Luke Donald. A lot of that is in Florida, for example, and Texas, the two kind of obvious windy states that you think of in America. So it, it's a it's a pattern with him that he's, he's done for a long time and he's still doing it. Another thing you can do in the, in the wonderful Tour Tips website is you compare scores when players are, are, are playing the same round together. And the last time Donald's been up against Fitzpatrick and Watney, the last four attempts, and these are all in 2021, Donald has shot the lowest score twice. There's been okay. one from there's been one for Fitzpatrick and a, and there was one Donald Fitzpatrick tie. Were both of those days when the wind was at 70 miles per hour, it was a certain temperature and the shower in the morning was at a certain temperature as well? <laughs> Not as such, but <laughs> so they were. No, but obviously the stats have told us Donald does play really well in wind. Fitzpatrick's average position actually drops. He go, he drops down the leaderboard on average when it's really windy. So I thought that was an interesting little twist. Yeah. And Luke, Luke Donald, because he's, you know, he's outside the top 500 in the world now, uh, which suggests, you know, he, he can't sort of play anymore, but that, that's, that's, uh, that's too harsh. He just, there's certain courses where he can still uh, do well. And for example, he played the Alfred Dunhill Lynx a couple of weeks ago and was 27th. I mean, that's that's pretty good going, to be honest. I was going to say, if I was 500th in the world, I'd probably be very, very happy indeed. Yeah. Well, it, for him, it's obviously a big come down, but it doesn't mean to show he can't play well. I mean, earlier this year, he was 13th in the Byron Nelson in Texas, Texas again. Um, he was 16th in the 3M Open at the end of July. There's still some patches of good results there. He often starts with a round in the 60s. So I think in, in these tough weather conditions, Fitzpatrick has never played the course before. Watney's, I mean, he, he's down at 300-odd in the world rankings. There's plenty of stats that suggest Donald can win that. 16-5 to five with Paddy Power, I thought was a, a, a cheeky first-round bet. 
Okay, that sounds good to me. So there's life in the old Donald yet then to beat Fitzpatrick and Watney. So the uh, the three best then this week, Denny McCarthy, 50-1 to 1 to be the first round leader. Craig Hickok, 70-1 to 1 to be the first round leader. And then Dave's um, first round three ball, Luke Donald to beat Fitzpatrick and Watney. That's 16-5. to 5. What bookie was that with? So the 16-5 to 5 is with Paddy Power, the, the two first round leader bets are with Unibet. I'd also... Let's, let's just for clarity also say we'll back Denny McCarthy on the outright market as well. I think he's 40s. So uh, good luck to him as well. So uh, going at your shorts on, your Bermuda shorts on, and enjoy the uh, golf over the next few days, Dave Tindall. Thank you very much as always. Yeah, cheers, James. And uh, thanks everybody out there for listening. As ever, um, gamble responsibly. It's always the right thing to do. And we will see you again this time next week. Bed Bites Golf is a sports betting media production. Our multi-sport Bed Bites podcast is released every Friday. Please gamble responsibly. Visit begambleaware.org for all the information. Sports Social Podcast Network.